Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. Each week, my guests and I share our vulnerable behind the scenes stories of giving ourselves permission to take off our mask, let go of our expectations and embrace our own path of freedom and authentic connection. I'm your host, Bianca Hughes, a lover of authenticity and a licensed professional counsellor in Georgia. Hello and welcome back to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. I am back after the break and it was a much needed break. I'm so glad to be back though. And I am sure as you know, so much has been going on since I've been away. Of course, before I left, there was the pandemic, but then also we've had the murders of various black men and women. We've had the protests and so the continued and ongoing protest. And so I just want to say that, you know, as of today, which is June the 24th, that I realized that I tell my clients this. At this time, I describe it like as a war in the sense that there are so many different things going on, battling within us, battling within the world. And, you know, war is about making changes. And so if we understand that, it helps us to not always ask the question, when is this going to end? Because sometimes I have noticed and I feel like when we ask the question, when is this going to end? It causes more frustration because we have so much hope and then we get disappointed when it doesn't end. And so I want to encourage you all to really focus on how can you take care of yourself, take care of your family during these times embrace. And when I say embrace, not to say that it's okay, but embrace what's going on versus resist what's going on and wanting it to be over because it's a lot easier to deal with when we embrace and focus on how can we take care of ourselves. Trust me, I have been impacted. It is a difficult experience, very overwhelming, traumatizing, re-triggering, especially as a black woman myself. And then I also you know, I'm holding space for my clients and hearing their stories. And so it is a really difficult time and I am having to be intentional about taking care of myself. So this season, or shall I say these episodes, as always, they're just amazing, really looking forward to them and just everything that my guests have to say and whatever is on my heart to share with you guys as well. So this is episode 33 of the Authentic Wednesday podcast, and I really just want to go ahead and share what's on my heart today is this is just me and the solo episode. I have heard a lot of people share about what's my purpose or ask a question, what's my purpose? What has God called me to do? How do I find my purpose? And so I really want to share my journey. And I want to say a journey because I still feel like, you know, I always talk about authenticity as a journey. And we're really still on a journey. My faith and purpose and what God called me to do is a journey. And it's not something that has ended. So back in 2012, I was 33 at the time, around 32, going on 33. I had lived in Atlanta for six years. And just for those who don't know, I am a Christian and I had come into more of a relationship with God in my faith. And I only became a Christian when I actually moved to Atlanta. And I was always going and really growing closer to God and, and knowing him more and spending more time in a faith community. 
I really started to ask myself the question, what am I meant to be doing? I knew that at the time I also wanted to change careers. I had been in travel for 10 years and I realized that I was no longer enjoying travel. It was great. Um, I know everyone thinks, oh, she worked in travel. She must have, you know, gone all these places. I did travel, but it wasn't the fun that most people think of. And I really wanted to have a role and a career, shall I say, that made a difference in people's lives, but was also what God called me to do. And so at this time, I had no idea. And so I think this is where the faith parts really comes in for me in different ways. I decided to seek and pray and ask questions. One of the biggest things I did was I remember needing a mentor at the time and I met my mentor and she happened to be doing a woman's group for a year and I joined that. And I remember at the beginning in 2012 saying I really wanted to be in the purpose that God had called me to do. I had no idea. I volunteered. I volunteered at Big Brother Big Sister and I ended up doing that for like seven years or so. Um, which, you know, was, was a great start. And because of course that was helping people. I also volunteered for Wellspring, which is an organization that helps women who have been sex trafficked. And I was doing Bible studies and things like that. At the same time during that year, during the mentorship group, I really grew, learned more about the Lord and really more about myself. I would say, You know, I wanted to have faith and purpose, but I would say one of the biggest things about faith and purpose journey, you learn so much about yourself. And I learned more about myself. I realized that I was in pain. I was hurting and I even got some counseling at that time. And so throughout that year, 2012, I was just thinking and searching. And so around September, I really realized that, oh, I think... I've been called to be a counselor. And so I was so excited. I told the ladies in the mentor women's group and they were so excited for me because they had been praying for me and they had been encouraging me. So I started on my search and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back in August of 2013. I'm going to go back and get my master's because I realized I had to get my master's and things like that. Come October of 2012, we were brought into the office and told that the office was reducing in size because we had merged with another company. And so that meant that we were going to be made redundant or laid off. And man, everyone was devastated. We were all in shock. And I wouldn't want to say talk about God here in this moment because they were asking me to go to New York and um, they gave me an offer. I didn't really want the offer. And thankfully at the time I had my green card, so I didn't have to stay with the company. And I knew that I wanted to be a counselor. Now just think if I hadn't made that decision in September, I may have said yes. And so, so we're going to have, so we're given one month. So what, but what happened was they really needed me to stay on. This is where God just comes in. And so I actually stayed on to the end of December in 2012. So thankful for that. And so I continued on my journey, um, applying. I decided I was going to go to Georgia state. I got ready for the GRE and I really started to prepare as you would say. And at the same time, 
I actually got a PRN position at Wellspring working in one of their homes because they really liked the work I was doing in the Bible study. And I decided to take on this role. And this was all happening around the same time, October. And I remember going for trainings and things like that. So things were starting to even fall in place despite me losing my job. And I will never forget when they told me, I just said, God, I trust you. And I remember feeling excited. It wasn't a fear that I had just because I just knew the path that I was going to be on. So it was an interesting journey as I was applying, you know, doing the GDD. I had to get all my grades from London and change them over and things like that. So it was a very interesting process. And I still was going to, you know, planning to be go on in August 2013, despite what was happening. And I will say, oh, another thing about that. I you know, got a severance package. And because I had spent some of my time in London with the company and then moved, they actually had based my severance package based on the time I'd been in Atlanta. So I went back and I said, no, this is actually, I started with the company then. And so that, you know, was a great blessing that I got a really great severance package. So in the beginning of 2013, I was able to get a job with a friend working part-time. I had this job with Wellspring doing PRN. So, you know, the money wasn't what it was, but it was great. I also had a roommate at the time. So it was helpful and I wasn't too much worrying and getting into fear about that. So like I said, I applied to Georgia State. I was very adamant I was going. I did not apply to anywhere else. Well, I didn't get into Georgia State. And at that time, I remember just getting the letter, reading it and being so devastated, crying in everything. I mean... I was in the will for God, right? This is what he wanted me to do, but I didn't get into Georgia State. However, I have realized that I just have this knowing that God has blessed me with, and I still knew I was on the path. So despite the rejection, despite the pain, with the tears in my eyes, I said, you know, I trust you, God. I know what you have called me to do, and I'm going to continue. I know you have a place for me in some form of way, in some place, at some school. And so I just trusted. And I remember talking to a friend at the time, and she was just really encouraging and just praying. So as God does, he brought something back to my memory. When I was training for Wellspring, um, two of the ladies that were in the training had told me about Richmond Graduate University. And I looked at it at the time, I remember a few months back, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is so expensive. I'm not going there. And so God brought that back. So I applied called up to go and meet them. I remember going to the campus and being disappointed because at the time it was um, attached to a church. And so it's a small campus. Richmond is a small school. And I was like, this is it. You know, it's not Georgia State. How can I study here? It's so small. I've never been to a small, even when I was in undergrad in London, it was a big school. And so I just was very disappointed. So anyway, I went in, had my appointment and I, and I spoke to the, uh, the intake person um, and the conversation was just so peaceful, so interesting, just so engaging. I walked around and it was just so peaceful. I just knew this is where I was meant to go. Lo and behold, that this is about April. March times and I got started in August. So, you know, I was like, where am I going to go? 
and I applied and I got into Richmond. And I will say this, I truly believe that God was, like I said, this is my calling. This is what I meant to do. And I believe he closed that door on Georgia State because he knew I needed to be in a school that was also faith-based because he needed me to do that work and be able to be that space for when I do have Christian clients to incorporate that into the counseling. And I can tell you today that has been so amazing. So I got into Richmond and I will just say Richmond is one of the best experiences of my life. The experience of grace. I talked about that the faith and purpose journey, you know, is about self-awareness just as it is about what God has called you to do. I love someone said that Richmond is like the place where they, you go in, you're good and they strip you down, heal your heart, do some work and then build you back up to go out and do what God has called you to do. If you really immerse yourself in this program, I experienced grace from, you know, from when we were doing our assignments, um, from the teachers, from understanding, from the school, it was just a presence of God in there that was just so amazing and so needed for me. And it was just what I needed. Also, I realized that I needed community. I needed a small environment. I didn't need to be in a big school. And I was so thankful. Like I'm so into my school today, a great alumni. I keep in contact. I know people, just people I can just call on the fly. I'm just so thankful for that experience. And, you know, it always reminds me that we're going to go in his will, but it's not going to be the smoothest thing. And you really do have to be open. So Richmond, even in that, just with counseling, with the hundred and million self-awareness papers they gave us, it really was a great experience. And, you know, I talk about working for Wellspring and I ended up getting a part-time job, which worked out so well that I would work one day a week and every other weekend. So I had income, I had my roommate leave, but I just still continue to trust God. My friend always says that, man, how did you leave and just work part-time and go to school for two years. It really was an act of faith. Like people just see just act of faith and what it looks like when you are in his will and the provisions are just there. It doesn't mean that nothing goes wrong. At Wellspring, I remember they were making some changes. Um, I think this is in 2014 at the time. And what happened was I had to end up giving up my job because I couldn't do the hours. Well, I had such an amazing team that they fought for me and they made it possible. People made adjustments. People made adjustments to their schedules and said, no, she can't leave. She needs to be here for these girls and we're going to figure it out. And I kept my job. And so, you know, one of the big things I'm always on is Proverbs 3, 5, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. And I just kept trusting him. And I want to say there were moments of frustration, moments of overwhelmingness, moments of doubt, but the knowing that I had, and when you think that God has a plan, a purpose and a plan, and nothing is to harm you, it doesn't mean it's smooth sailing. You just have to stand on what you know and step out and take risks. And I was just so thankful just seeing the love and the support and the encouragement that I was getting. So that was in 2014. And so leading up to 2015, I'm doing internship. I actually had to leave the job the last semester because it was just so intense. I did an intense program for two years. And so 
It's so great and it's just so wonderful. And then even in my internship, oh my gosh, I heard people complaining about some of this, but the support I got, the supervisors I had, just even just even after graduating has just been phenomenal and just has just truly been the hand of God. And I'm just so thankful for that. And so I, I would definitely say throughout the experience, I've definitely seen God and trusted in and seen his hand throughout the whole situation, or shall I say the whole journey. So 2015, right? May the 9th, 2015 is graduation day. I cannot forget that day because not only was it graduation day, it was my birthday. It was my 36th birthday. So that day was finally here after all the turmoil, after trusting God, after the joys, after the letdowns, after the peace, after the grace. Graduation day was finally here. I would say that's probably one of the best days of my life, having your graduation day on your birthday and people celebrating you. And my mom came over, my grandmother and my aunt came over and just having so much support from all the people that I know. And so I had graduation, enjoyed it immensely. The best, just really one of the best days. I cried, everyone else cried because we just really knew what we'd been through. And I cried because not just of what I'd been through, but because I knew this was the path that God had called me on and I stayed the path and it was hard. I remember, um, probably six weeks before graduation, it was just so overwhelming that I was like, how am I going to get through it? It was just so tough that I almost gave up. I remember some days I just sit and watch Netflix and I was like, I got to the point, like, I don't care if I get a B anymore. I mean, you know, you're always trying to get an A. I just didn't care. I was like, what do I need to do to get the grade to pass? Because it was a lot. Imagine I'm doing like six classes. I'm in internship, which is two days a week. And we have to do another internship, which is an evening a week. It, it was a lot. Um, I always tell people, I don't know what I was thinking doing the two year program, but I did it because other people do three years. And so I just finally got to this day and I just felt so relieved and so happy. And, um, and so another thing that had happened is I had, um, been given the opportunity to work with Richmond through the school, helping them one day a week as a coordinator, which meant I could still see clients. So imagine leaving grad school with a job lined up. And then also the other thing I had was where I was doing my internship, they said they had a job for me. And so I just had to apply. So I remember we're in June now and I'm looking at my bank account I have no mortgage payment for July. No money. Student loans are all gone. I don't have income coming in. Well, the income I have coming in is not enough. And I looked at it. And I think that because of all the things I've been through, I had nothing to hold on to, no job to try and work extra hours. I just said, I threw my hands up and I said, God, I trust you. Imagine I am a graduate. I have a master's degree. I have no income enough for my mortgage. Am I going to lose my home after all this? And I just said, no, I trust you, God. And I remember feeling so relieved, so stress-free. I think from all the things that I had experienced on this 
two-year journey of faith and purpose and God just showing up every time that I thought things were just not going the way and questioning if I was on the right path, I just laid it down with ease that I've never experienced before in my life. And then I remember on June, around June the 20th, I got this message from Airbnb. Because at the time I'd signed up for Airbnb, I had a couple inquiries, wasn't what I really wanted. And this one came in for a month inquiry. (laughs) We went back and forth. It was an amazing couple and it was enough for the mortgage. But let me show you how good God is. They ended up staying for three months. So not only did I have enough for one month, but for three. God doesn't just come through just in any way. He does immeasurably more than you could ever imagine. I was so thankful and just so appreciative and just such a reminder that God comes through. And so one of the things I have to say from this whole experience that since 2013, I've had no full-time job. And I have done all sorts of things from Instacart, from adoption agencies, from all of these things to have various jobs. And I just kept trusting God because I remember that I had always said um, after working in corporate that I just want to work, see clients three days a week and do other stuff. And I never stirred from that, no matter what it looked like, no matter about the money. I made adjustments and I was open. And so I've just continued trusting him and he has come through time and time and time again. Remember that's 2015. We're in 2020. I am full with clients of this day, which is we're in June 2020 and I work two and a half days a week seeing clients. Of course, I do other things. And that is exactly what God put in my heart and exactly what he is doing. And I am thankful. And so I just want everyone to know that in this journey of purpose, something someone first said, especially as a Christian, our first purpose is to love. That's it. Love. And then whatever you're called to do with your skills, love is the basis. And then whatever you do is on top of that. And so when you're in his will and you just know, some people have a knowing, some people have a vision, some people have a peace. Trust God and go with it. It will not be smooth sailing. Don't give up. Sharpen your ear to his word where he says, you know, my sheep know my voice. And I want you to remember this scripture from Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. He has plans. They're good plans. They're not harm. They may not be easy. He doesn't say easy. He doesn't say smooth, but you will not be harmed. And I just want to encourage you to keep going despite the frustrations, despite the not knowing, despite it not looking like it. If you have and you just know what he's spoken in your heart and in your dreams and in your visions, I just want to encourage you to go with it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I really hope that this has given you some peace. This has given you some clarity. Please, as always, share the podcast, tag the podcast, share this with a friend on the Instagram at Authentic Wednesday Podcast. 
And you never know who needs to hear this. Even if you don't know a friend who needs this or a family member, share it, replay it, re-listen to it. And just remember, trust God. He loves you and he wants nothing but goodness for you. If you connected with what you just heard, please subscribe, rate and review the podcast. You can stay connected by following our Instagram, Authentic Wednesday Podcast and visiting our website, AuthenticWednesday.com. Remember, authenticity is a journey, not a destination.